Hey everyone, thanks for checking out our podcast. Our show is brought to you by Anchor. If you're wanting to kick off your own show like we have, Anchor is the best tool to use. It's a free service with great features like audio editing and even links in music from Spotify if you want it. Anchor gives analytics on your listeners and tracks all the data related to your show, and they use that to seek out sponsors for you. They distribute shows to any and all podcast platforms that you'd want, making it a hassle-free process. You're a really big fan of calling him Karen Rogers, and I feel like it's because you're the first person that heard someone say it, and it was yourself. We started and talking you're like, yeah, Karen, I got it, I got it. I'm just going to keep calling him, and I'm going to spell it Aaron, but with well, a K in front. Right here I have it, Karen Rogers. With no, a K. I, I figured you would. 100%, absolutely. But What did I tell you when you asked me if he was done? I said, I'm not going to believe it until I literally see him like walk away or go to a different team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I listen, bro. It's not on my three booze, but it fucking should be. <laughs> my three booze are Lamar Odom fight. I don't know if you guys seen that, but Lamar Odom's gonna fight. Like basically, like everyone else is doing for mm-hmm. some cash. Like we 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 tapped into a whole new realm. You gotta be more specific with me. Is he fighting TikTokers or YouTubers? I can't remember who he's fighting actually, but I just seen that he announced that he wants to fight. Like not like professionally. Like I would pay a lot of money for Lamar Odom versus Lil Huddy. <laughs> I want Lamar. I'd probably cheer for Lil Huddy, knowing the betting odds. Honestly, <laughs> I will. I seen. I watched Blueface fight that Kane kid from TikTok, and that was fucking hilarious. Like <laughs> just, I mean, just absolutely whooped his ass. For no reason. Like, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you going through all this? But I think the reason why Lamar Odom is doing this is because he's got to pay $400,000 in child support. <laughs> like, he done, he done fucked up, bro. Like, the Kardashians get you. That's, that's, that's a wrap. And then another booze uh, we talked about a little bit earlier, but uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah, I said earlier in the podcast before I think before I even stopped recording that it's time to move on from Carson Wentz and not at a fault of Carson Wentz. I don't want to I don't want to come on here and sound like I hate Carson Wentz because no, what he did was awesome his rookie year. He was being compared to Peyton Manning. He was doing some crazy ass shit. But ultimately, when do you stop paying a guy to get hurt? Like the, I love Cindergard, but the Mets we gotta it's time to move on. Like we I ain't paying you to get Tommy John every year, my guy. <laughs> Can't do it. That's the thing, too, is because they've got – the Colts are packed at practically every position now, which one thing I thought was hilarious was Marlon Mack had a higher mayor, matting rating than uh, Jonathan Taylor did. A little odd, but whatever. Yeah, I see that. Uh, but they've got an array of running backs, dude, just maybe run it forever. I mean, I'm not – I don't even know who their backup quarterback is, but I oh, mean – Oh, it's Brett Hudley. Is it? It's Brett Hudley. The one that he was with the Packers that one year when Brett they went like – Hudley. Six I and think ten. I know him as a UCLA guy. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's he's the only guy on that roster that has taken more. So it's I think Carson Wentz has just shy of like five thousand snaps. Brent Hundley has shy of seven hundred. Then they have uh, what the fuck's that one kid's name? I can't remember that one kid's name. They also have um, their draft pick this year. Who's the draft this year? That one kid. No, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, as soon as I say it, you'll know it. But I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember his name. What team? It's the Colts. It's the Colts. Okay. Fuck. Who did they sign? It was this year. They picked up a guy this year. See, that that's how irrelevant the Colts quarterback position is. <laughs> because, but ever since the Andrew Luck bullshit, I mean, he, he just retired, you know, obviously, like in the middle of a game. Everyone knows that story. But, I mean, sometimes, you know, that quarterback's obviously a process, you know. It's going to be hard to find one right off the bat, when, especially when you are pretty much packed at every other position on the field. Are you like, talking about Sam Ellinger? Sam Ellinger. No, oh, shut the fuck up. That, that was the irrelevant. <laughs> that was that was I, that was the relevancy I was trying to bring in. So the reason why this is super relevant for both, anybody, both as a gay man and as a straight man, the greatest <laughs> asset he has on the football field is that dump truck ass. Like that's his <laughs> best part of his game. I and, thought like, and that's like an attestment to or in a credit. I don't even know what word I'm trying to say. That's like the best part of his game on top of like, he doesn't know how to throw and he doesn't know how to run. Cause the dumb truck ass gets in the way. The Col- but I was, the Colts depth chart is like so young and so beat oh, up. Yeah. And now I, I really hope 
I severely hope for Iowa State fans everywhere. Somehow, some way, Ellinger takes the first snap for Indianapolis. <laughs> Hook him. Hook him. Hook him. That horns down thing was the funniest shit. I seen all that on Twitter. My first, all right, my first boo goes to Zane for doing horns up on the uh, podcast and uh, actively cheering for the death of college football. Okay, uh, that's pretty shitty of you. Uh, you switched it now. He's he's just walking back on his take. No, my, it wasn't an actual take. <laughs> I fucking hate sex. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, Jake Gibney. If you ever listen to this podcast, you're the reason why I hate Texas sports. The Astros, the Texans, the Longhorns, all of them. The Bobby. poor man's a Texans fan. Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? We're shouting out people that might. Okay, if Juliana Zobrist or Tom Ricketts happens to listen to this, just know if I see you in the streets, there might be a tomato coming your way. I might have not thrown it. I might have handed some out, but I have them, and don't worry. <laughs> the Rickets are going to get trashed by Connor Ferguson in the street of Chicago. I fucking hate those guys. And the whole family. Dad. The whole family is dead to me. So there's three boos right there for Connor. Yeah, hey, I got to go with fucking couple Mom. more, too. See, that's where I'm sitting here, like, figuring out what to trash next because I don't have anything left to trash. <laughs> well, the, the boos weren't really more of a trash. I actually booed all my, all my guys in the same Cheers segment. <laughs> It's true. You covered both ends. One without saying names, then we got to him eventually. <laughs> and my last boo was uh, Jenna Berman. She's the girlfriend of um, Nick Bosa. That was just as blatantly canceled as you can get. That was like, I mean, did you not think we were going to see that shit on Twitter? Dude, the first tweet, I mean, I heard it from you, and I didn't, like, I wouldn't have seen it other than that, I don't think. They had Honestly. screenshotted for fuck's sake. Like, we've seen that, and it was... The genius. first tweet I saw from that, after I looked it up, from her name that you told me, is a story about, like, seven times she's fucked up in the past month and a half. And I'm like, you know, I, yeah, uh, maybe Nick Bosa should not date her. I think it's best for his PR. I think his <laughs> PR agent right now is telling him, hey... Since she didn't have a ring on it and you guys weren't married, we're gonna need for business operations to proceed. We're gonna. I think his PR is telling her to telling him to pull like a Manti Teo and be like, "That was a burner account. Uh, it was not a real girl this whole time." Got to do Bosa. Does he still play football, Manti Teo? Yeah. Uh, Maybe does he? All right. Saints last year. Oh, was it last year? It was even last year, I think. I I believe so. I mean, if not, he's just as imaginary in the NFL as his girlfriend. (laughs) I don't know anymore. I couldn't believe that. That made Good Morning America, too. I remember going to school one day, and it was after that fucking national title run thing. Yeah, that's another fucking story, dude. Like That's another one. It kind of gets – some of these kind of get forgotten, like, how bizarre that they are. <laughs> this shit actually happened in the fucking light. Like, everybody saw this shit go down. Your cheers and booze is your home for sports nostalgia. <laughs> okay. Finally moving from, unless you got some cheers and boots. Right, I just wanted to finish up on my uh, first year. Along with those cornerbacks that we did stock up on, we're going to have Anthony Barr back this season, which, you know, is going to be an improvement. Because, I mean, we gave Eric Wilson away, who was a solid um, improvement for that position. But Anthony Barr is going to be better at his position, I feel like. And then Michael Pierce, who opted out last season, is now going to finally play his first snap with Minnesota this season. And uh, he does have some calf injuries right now, so he's out of practice, but he will be back in time. And uh, they have him rate. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to use a big argument for Madden ratings because, you know, some of them are pretty weird. But <laughs> I'm going I, to. I like Madden ratings as a Mahomes guy. Oh, for sure. And I, like, But I saw that uh, they have Michael Pierce as a top five uh, <coughs> defensive tackles here. And for the three-tech position, he's number one. And I was like, all right, give him this man some props. He hasn't played a snap in two years. And then same thing with uh, Dalvin Tomlinson that we got from uh, the Giants this year. Like, we're going to we're gonna be good. And Daniel Hunter's coming back from his injury. So, and I'm glad that Minnesota signed him. You know, I get it. You're a little weird with the whole neck injury, but he obviously knows what he's worth. So they met in the middle, and he's going to be making a good amount of money. And Minnesota got a good end of it between, you know, his the rest of his contract. So, well, I mean, or, it ain't the Steelers trying to get Shazier to suit back up. So that's mm-hmm. a good start. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Like, if we're going to do neck injuries here, like, if, we, if you could imagine the Steelers as shitty of an organization as they are, because I fucking hate the Steelers. What I'm real fucking pissed about uh, with with all the names you just said, so there's like six guys that sat out the COVID year. Mm-hmm. One, one way or another, like just on the defensive unit. 
And I, I know the offensive and defensive number one units. It's a little bit of a rivalry there in practice between all of them, depending on what your situation is, how much you guys go out, how much the team oh, hangs out sure. together, and you, you got to build a build a culture and, and figure out how to compete and get get along off the field. Um, if you got your top two quarterbacks uh, and what backup running back is Alexander Madison. Yep. Just sitting here, just blatantly like, oh, I, I really don't give a shit about your health. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, uh, like that, I mean, like, I'm having trouble seeing how the Vikings succeed this year. We just got a bunch of fucks on the offense. <laughs> that's They're good players, saying. too. That's, that's, that's what I'm the saying. Dumb part. That's what I'm no, saying. hold on, Nate. Zane, can you, throw, can you throw a spiral 15 yards? Fuck me, right. I was All right, he can play quarterback for the Vikings. We're a system <laughs> offense. It's Nate Stanley's time. It's Stanley's time, bro. Yeah, cut. Man, not a, not a hundred percent accurate. Zane, I mean, Zane, whatever, look up where look up where Nate Stanley went. Oh no, I'm talking more. He's not on the team. What? He got cut. Oh, um, he's. I thought, look up where he went. Google it. No, I thought he got. I, yeah, I didn't think he got cut. I thought he got demoted to practice squad. DFA'd? Is that? Yeah. That's the same thing. I'll look it up. Here, hold on. I got my phone. Hold on. We got an awkward silence here. This is going to be bad for Sean to uh, edit out of the podcast. (laughs) Sean, if you're still alive, how's it going? Uh, And if you're not, hello from uh, Beyond the Grave. Um. He signed a reserve future contract with the Vikings on January 4th of 2021. I think that means practice squad. Oh, he was placed on the COVID-19 list along with Kirk Cousins and Kellen Mond. That's bad news for uh, Zane. That's what it was. That is not a, that's not a good look for him. I, I thought he was demoted a little bit before that. I don't think I don't see any reason they would carry four quarterbacks um, or anything like that. But, yeah, no, if, if we actually started the season with Jake Browning and traded Kellen Mond and Kirk Cousins for assets or cut them or and signed people, I'm less worried than I would suspect I was with any other coach in the league. Mike Zimmer's a system offense. You don't need a good quarterback to run a Mike Zimmer offense. I agree with that. I did, you, did you hear the Nate Stanley news? No, what was the Nate Stanley news? I was he, is on, he is on the COVID-19 list along with Kellen Mond. And it's really impressive that you got three quarterbacks uh, of two different skin tones uh, <laughs> that are off of the team because of the reasons they are uh, for now. That, that, that is really something like that's uniting the country right there is what it's doing. I like how we come full circle on that because here we are trashing those guys that Obviously, you're being difficult. And I, I shout out Nate Staley thinking, you know, he's not. And I can do it. I looked him up thinking he was cut just to see. And that's the only reason I heard about it. I knew he wasn't cut. That would have, have been first on my Twitter. Oh, yeah. Okay, I knew he didn't get cut. I just didn't know what his status was. And I, I heard practice squad. Now it's not like he's fast enough to skirt by your Twitter, so. <laughs> like, no, I know why he's, why, why he's not relevant right now is because of the COVID shit. But, uh, yeah, I totally agree. We're definitely always going to be a run-first offense. I mean, that's the, like, that's the weird thing about a whole different tangent, back whenever I think of the whole Carson Wentz injury thing, is the first two picks were Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. You know, the first, in, in my opinion, pretty solid quarterback that came out of that drive was in the fourth round, like 135th overall, was Dak Prescott. You know, and then that was the same uh, draft where Derrick Henry went second round, like 45th overall. And Michael Thomas, who pissed me off last year in fantasy, went like 50th overall. Like it's, I don't know, that shit just blows my mind. I can't believe we got Dalvin Cook so late in the draft. I can't believe you had to qualify Michael Thomas pissing you off as like a fantasy issue. What's that? I said, I can't believe you had to qualify Michael Thomas pissing you off as like a fantasy football issue. Oh, dude, are you kidding the me? The guy just pisses me off in general. He sucks. Yeah, he's a fucking diva. What a nation. Also, hey, the guy you had on last week, Zan, I, I want to take a minute to trash him. That's one of my boos. The Saints fucking suck. Uh-uh. He cannot come in here and talk to us like that. We're not having any of that shit. I heard, I heard the whole thing on my way back from Knoxville on Saturday. No. The Saints, every time they play us, they get every fucking call. It's bullshit, and we still end up beating them in the playoffs. Like, 
It's a rival. It's a rivalry, but it's not because we win every fucking game that matters. I got my next cheer. My next boo. My next boo is just the New Orleans Saints in general. I fucking hate the Saints. Like you're getting really creative on the booze. What's that? I said you're getting really creative on the booze here. No, dude. I could go on forever about how much I fucking hate them. Fuck that team. I'm glad I witnessed the miracle live in section 314. I was with <laughs> my cousin Marcus. I was wearing an Anthony Barr jersey. He was wearing a Chad Greenwood jersey, and I never hugged and cried with so many strangers in my life. Fucking. I think I, I think I wrote school uh, just about everywhere in our fraternity house, whether it was on a piece of paper on the side of a fridge in Sharpie, uh, just everywhere. Um, and only to see Harrison Smith blow his assignment three times in the NFC Championship game. In <laughs> it's funny that you guys are talking about that because I'm going to tell you what it was like on the flip side of this as a uh, – I was not advocating for the Vikings. We were uh, – Zan's going to find a way to trash whatever my opinion of my favorite guy is. I'm telling you what it was like. And he, it's subconsciously. He doesn't know that he's doing it. But I, he'll get there. He'll be like, Adam Thielen dropped like 17 passes – in no. the game, and I have the link to all the passes dropped, and I just airdropped it to Connor's phone so that next time he unlocks his phone, he's going to see it right there. No, I'm telling you, as a Viking, how it was as a Vikings fan in my fraternity. So my fraternity, we're watching it, and the week before, you know, the Miami, the, not the Miami miracle, that was a Chiefs miracle, sorry, but uh, the Minneapolis miracle, when all of you guys are doing the skull. <laughs> Cool. The next week, bro, we all make so that those kids that were Vikings fans in my fraternity house, you know, ran around school, school, oh right? Oh, so then the next week, we all show up to the lounge. This is like probably 30 guys in here, and there's probably 28 Eagles fans and like <laughs> two Vikings fans. And as soon as Foles won, all of us were like, Foles, Foles, <laughs> and the Vikings fans are absolutely pissed off. Shout so- out to Shout out Harrison Smith. Yeah, it's a meaningless miracle. It always will be. It's still going to live on as, like, it it came against the Saints. So, like, that's meaningful to me because I hate the fucking Saints. Um, No, we we started the school chants at a party on that Friday night after the win at our fraternity. And this girl came up to me and she said, who the fuck is Cole? Know, and so I just pointed her to, like, the nearest kid that I was like, this is going to sound, like, really bad. But the nearest kid that, like, wouldn't approach a girl to, like, say hi to them. Yeah. And I said, that's cool. It's his birthday. Go say hi. Uh, you might have hooked a homie up. You might have been a wingman for yeah. absolute strength. I don't, think, I don't think it amounted to much. Uh, but she did assume that this kid was having his name chant, chanted at, like, a party with 300 people at it. Which I thought was just way funnier in general that someone would assume that that was what was going on and people are like in in sync doing this, you know? Yeah, but I mean, we were talking about it earlier. I want to bring up how how Vikings fans feel now that Karen Rogers has had this awakening and he is now back and calling the shots, no less. Like, everybody's just, oh, what, bowing God. down to Aaron Rodgers? I, think it's, you know, I think it's a it's a realization that the players make the rules uh, in professional sports if you're good enough, and he is good enough, and you, you want to make it more like the NBA with a player controlling everyone. Aaron Rodgers is the only reason all these talented guys came back to Green Bay and signed this year. Randall Cobb is one of my favorite tight ends that has ever played in the NFL. Who? Randall Cobb. Oh, what did you say? Randall Cobb? Did I say tight end or wide receiver? You said tight end, but Cobb plays wide receiver. That's, yeah. No, I fucking went like, backwards on it because I'm looking at your Iowa Barnstormer shirt and thinking of George Kittle for some reason. That's my guy. I think Robert Tunyon's my favorite receiver or my favorite tight end not from Iowa, besides Irv Smith, obviously. But like Robert Sante Shanko for some reason was one of my favorite guys. Best name in NFL history. I'm gonna name my cat that when I get one. I oh, that's the, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You're kidding me. That we had like Jim Bob Foster for the Lions. Uh <laughs> What the fucking haha Clinton Dix? You're doing like an all name team here. Like this guy's not even top five. 
<laughs> he just has a weird name, and he played for the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, Randall Cobb, he did come back. Yeah, dude, I saw a meme today about Jordy Nelson was going to come back, too. He was sitting in his Vikings gear and said, waiting for Aaron to call me or some shit like that. He's next to his girlfriend. Like, I can't believe it. Like, I, I, like that'd be some... Thankfully, like Mahomes even was saying in like some kind of press conference, I don't know what the fuck it was for, but he even said that like he would try his best to not bring like because he's he's another superstar athlete, superstar player, and our entire franchise. No, no disrespect, to Tyron Matthew, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, but this man is our entire <laughs> franchise. He is our Aaron Rodgers. So Packers fans and Chiefs fans, you think would get along because we're all kind of the same. Like, we have one sole piece that has turned our I disagree. Time. I disagree, because Packers fans own the team. Right. I, you're right. I They're have, more elite than you are. No. <laughs> no. They have, they have ownership of the teams, and they, they make the calls there. Fans for the Aaron Rodgers shit. I agree. Yeah, they are different than me. It's their fucking fault. Like, everybody, everybody be like, oh, like, I hate, because um, we were on this tangent earlier, I hate Packers Twitter. If, yeah, no, if Packers, if Packers owners would have, tw- would have uh, treated and tweeted Aaron Rodgers better, then he would have never had any doubts of staying. And that's, it's really shitty. He shouted out the fans and not the owners for a reason. Okay. All the people that have that piece of paper on their wall should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. It's really shitty the way you treated Aaron Rodgers. I agree. I no, I wholeheartedly agree. I think everything that's happened to Aaron Rodgers is absolute bullshit. I like Aaron Rodgers, but trying to reason with these Packers fans, like they're like, you can't like Aaron Rodgers. Everybody but us hates Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, believe it or not, that's not the case. I actually fuck with Aaron Rodgers heavy. For sure. Uh, I actually hate Aaron Rodgers because his ex girlfriend cost NASCAR a lot of money with all the cars she tore. Danica. And that's not a joke about a woman driver. I I can name you like five women drivers that are in the Chili Bowl and the USAC ranks and coming up in Xfinity that are better than Danica Patrick. Holy fucking shit, Danica Patrick sucks at fucking racing. She also <laughs> blocks me on Twitter. Does she? Uh, someone asked me if I thought she deserved the Hall of Fame, and I said I don't think Danica Patrick deserves to be in the NASCAR Hall of Fame just because she's a woman. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I think it needs to be a little... I, didn't say, I don't think I said those exact words because that kind of comes off as I'm saying like... Because she's a woman, she doesn't have a spot there. Yeah. <laughs> the way I fucking said it. Um, but I, I answered someone and I said, I don't think her stats are good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. And I used her full name. Yeah. Uh, and she must search her name on Twitter. One of her assistants did and got mad at me. But Danica Patrick does block me on Twitter. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's an achievement. I think I'm going to get to the point where Karen Rogers is going to block me too. Because Jesus Christ, I have never. Until I met, like I was like I was telling Packers fans, like Nah, bro, like I like Rogers, like I feel like I can like Mahomes and Rogers, right? Like oh, yeah. they can coexist, even though Mahomes is being compared to Rogers, and that pisses them off. Why would I be mad about that? I love the shit out of that. I feel like that's oh, yeah. I feel like that's more of a what am I looking for? Like more of a uh, compliment. Oh, it's a respect to Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and it is a disrespect. But you, Packers fans, I don't think they see it that way. I think they see it more as a what the fuck did you just say? You <laughs> like? Aaron Rodgers? No, 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 no. See, everybody hates Aaron Rodgers except for us. It's like, no, nah, bro. Like, I, I agree with the MVP. I think he should be higher ranked than Tom Brady on the Madden ratings. But uh, he, I'm not going to put anybody over my boy Mahomes. No. Like, I'm t- keeping him 99. I'm not an idiot. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I think he should be a 98. So that way Rodgers can be a No, fuck that. No, there's a reason Ivy signed him for 15 fucking years. Okay. Right. It was one of my favorite things, though, as a kid was, like, cause I, I mean, I've been watching him play full-time since I was eight, I believe, whenever uh, Brett Favre retired for the first time. And it was pretty, you know, always hard watching because he was going to kick our ass every single time. We won a few times. We definitely did, and I'm very happy about those times. But, holy shit, Aaron Rodgers always kicked our ass. Same thing as a kid watching my Celtics get beat by Kobe in the finals, you know. Like, I rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, you know. Like, oh, that dude is one of the greatest ballers of all time. And that's a household name. You don't need to watch sports to know who that is. But, right. like, you can have respect for a rival, you know. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, and it's not – like, I, but that's the argument I'm making is, like, exactly. they're trying to make a rivalry out of the Chiefs and Packers. There's not a rivalry to have. We play each other, like, once every four years. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the all-time record because I just don't give a fuck. What's the rivalry? Just because you guys were the first Super Bowl or something like that? Well, because or? I think the rivalry is because the comparisons to uh, Mahomes and Rodgers, they gotcha. take offense because they're – 
they don't. It's like Jordan and LeBron. It's like, how can you possibly see someone younger than that being better? It's like old heads. It's like old Packers fans. Like, but I'm not. I'm not dogging on it by any means. They're passionate, but like, Jesus Christ, stop jumping my ass! I'm on your side. Like, this is what Rogers was talking about. You guys taking me down here. Like, but another Rogers though. Uh, if you don't know, the Mets had Kumar Rogers. Kumar Rogers was a uh, pitcher from Vanderbilt. It was our first round pick. Pretty big deal. Everything like that, and apparently something came up on his physical system that uh, led to him not being. So for the first time since I can remember, our first round draft isn't being signed. That's fucking. Oh, it's different. But apparently something came up in their physical examination that was like, nah, I don't know what that could have been. But he's also not going back to Vanderbilt, so. I don't know what his plan is, but I had to, I had to drop that in there just because that's 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 fucking huge. I mean, probably not very many Mets fans, but big if you're a Mets fan. I mean, that's that's the only that's the only bullshit offseason that I got for the Mets. Because otherwise, getting Javi Baez has been pretty good to me. Saying what if it was just he hadn't gotten the chicken pox vaccine? Oh yeah, like you the other day. God, the other day we were sitting at work. Connor goes. Yeah, I don't think I got the vaccine. And I didn't like, do this. No, I didn't do this out of nowhere. Julie asked us. She's like, you you got the vaccine, right? Yeah, I, I was like, I was sitting there, and, and he goes, she goes, you got the, like, chicken pox vaccine, right? He goes, oh, I don't fucking know. She goes, well, did you get chicken pox? And he goes, no. And she's like, then you probably have the vaccine. <laughs> well, it's just like, I don't know if my parents are like, were like big anti-vaxxers back in the day. I don't know what, what was going on back then. Yeah. You know? Good point. I have every vaccine. I would like it on the public public record that I do have the chicken pox <laughs> vaccine. So I do have uh, also a risk of shingles, I think. Yep. Uh, I probably drink enough energy drinks to do something worse to my body. So it's okay. That's fair. But uh, that's another side tangent about the military, dude. I remember my first week that I was there. I don't, I could count on multiple hands how many shots that we got injected with how many pills we took like all the shit i had no idea what the fuck it was and they were just like stand in line and they just put one right next to you put it in you put it in you put it in you and you're just like i don't know it's a little confused it's hard to be an anti-vaxxer if you're gonna try and join the dude you just take medications like that willy-nilly because someone told you to yeah isn't that that's wild man (laughs) (laughs) these medical professionals stuck random shit in me (laughs) Yep. I just let them do it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, honestly. The only scientist I trust is Matt Campbell. You know, we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I trust um, none. I don't trust. I don't trust anybody that's got big money throwing nothing around. That's a whole other tangent. But uh, a little shout out here, a little plug for the Des Moines Menace. Do you guys see this? Des Moines Menace are USL League Two champions. Like, I think they won. Last time they won one was like what, 2018, Connor? 2005. 2005? I was going to correct you on that at work, and I forgot to. Damn. But I thought they were champions. See, if I ever go, if I, every podcast I go on, I listen to the episode before. Aside from the one I went on a month ago where I didn't do that. And then he's like, I asked my guests this at the end of every question. I'm like, fuck. Not prepared for this. Um, no, I, I listened to, uh, I got through it on the way back from Knoxville. I listened like parts of it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you said like 2019 or some shit. And I was like, no, nah, it was 2005. They went down to El Paso. Well, and in, won their, in their bio, they were some champs in 2018. That's what I was referring to. Oh, probably. They might've won a conference or a region. Cause that's what the game we went to was like the regional or conference championship. It's like they were like some champs in 2018. Again, I went to my first Menace game like two weeks ago with Connor, and it happened to be like the most lit fucking time you'd ever imagine, dude. My only thing, I hope one of the Menace fans listens to me. Love you guys. Thank you for the hospitality. Give me like a a combined like three and a half, like four minutes, 37 seconds more of just like a little bit of silence so that the people I'm yelling at can hear what I'm saying. Honestly, like, we were supposed to heckle them. But these fans, man, they're in it to win it. Like, like me saying, me saying, like, hey, at the goalie on the other team that he looks like the kid from Outer Banks, like, at the top of my lungs, being drowned (laughs) out by just a DSM chant after the 
other team scored on us. <laughs> yeah, like they sang the fight song after we got scored on, and like that's why I, I I fucking hated that. I looked at Zane and I was like, this could be really bad. We could I, if we if the Menace didn't score again that game and they lost, I would have had a way different experience. I think. Yeah, because uh, I'm just, not a big fan of celebrating or or playing the song that you use to celebrate things after the other team scores. It'd be Texas scoring on Iowa State to make it seven nothing and playing Juicy Wiggle and getting your phones out and putting the flashlights on. You you imagine how fucking dumb that would look. Not I'm not insulting the Minnes fans. I love your guys' passion. I, I, I am right there with you. Yeah, that shit Maybe awesome. we sing a different song than the fight song after the other team scores. Jeezy, I'm cool with that too. That's that's getting a sponsorship. That is we need like shout out to uh, the Des Moines Menace fans though. I feel like they're getting them solely sponsorships. <laughs> now I need the Barnstormers fans to say that we've been dangerously cheesy since 1995, so we can get a free delay sponsorship. That's my that's my free delay plug. But uh, yeah, that, I thought that was pretty cool. I figured I had to plug that because it's not very often like Iowa should celebrate its championships regardless yeah. of level because we don't have you know, your big four in professional sports. So I think even even the United Bowl that we won in 2018 should have been celebrated like the fucking Super Bowl in Kansas City. Yeah, in, right. In, and the people should lie in the streets for the Iowa Bar Source 2018 United <laughs> Bowl because right, that's yeah. what they to face. Oh, yeah. We did that ourselves. We just did it in the neighborhoods. Did it in Ames <laughs> a little bit too. We had a lot of celebrations, honestly. Uh, yeah. Real quick, I do want to say uh, visit wintrustmortgage.com. Uh, uh, the next two weeks, they're running a refinance special. If you haven't refinanced, looked into it, reach out uh, to Kyle Lehman, uh, Lemon, I, L-E-H-M-A-N. Uh, most scenarios for a 30-year fixed income are below 3%. Again, 15-year uh, is 225 to 2.375%, and you can call him at 515-473-0546. Uh, yeah. I, no, I bring my own ads here. Uh, just Would you go to a potluck and not bring food? You wouldn't. I just want to make sure I was prepared for that. It felt like a good time to put it in. That's a great time. I love it. That, that, I would give that. That's my. That's one of my. I'm a fourth cheer. It. That's my fourth cheer. What is that absolute advertisement? You, you can use code always race day or Ferg. Um, it won't give you anything. Um, but you, if you tell him that you you heard it from me, that would help me a lot. That's so. Shout out Chris. He's calling out Chris. Like Chris, there's gonna be a bunch of people on Twitter later that want free shit. And I kind of told him that it was up to you. Yeah, if you go, to, if you tweet Chris Williams um, in the next week and just say, "Hey, I want some free shit," um, hashtag CNB or hashtag Cheers and Booze. Um, I can't promise you he'll give it to you, but I, I guarantee you'll get a reply uh, asking what this is about. So take that <laughs> adventure as you will. Uh, I'll defend you. You tag me in it. And I'll be like, yeah, Chris, you signed off on this. You might, you might have forgotten. Might have been a whiskey night for him. Uh, it happens to the best of us. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Okay, I make sure you Kyle a shout out. Eric Bridger. Also, all my sponsors at Always Race Day. All you guys. We're good. After that great ad break, that was a longer than a spat at the Spotify. We just signed US Cellular also, so I don't know. I'll throw them in there. Whoop whoop. So me and me and Connor here, we both are account execs for the bar stores. And to be frank, we absolutely love the piss out of our jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now, our league is like. Julie, I hope you haven't fucking stopped listening at this point. I want that on the record. What Zane just said. Honestly, <laughs> I think we're gonna lose Connor. Are we gonna lose Connor? Here? Am I cut out? Here he comes. Yes. It's the shitty internet. It's the shitty internet. Don't worry, Sean will edit that out too. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I, you can keep it out. I don't give a shit. Did I cut out? Was it you? Was it on me? You guys just said, "Are we gonna lose Connor?" I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> I was thinking I was doing one of those Pokemon like dis disappeared, fade away things because Chris Bryant was in the Giants. <laughs> but uh, so we both work for the bar stores, and we love the fucking shit out of our jobs. Like it's fantastic. But uh, it's crazy right now with our playoff picture. Just to keep people updated about the IFL, because it does exist. Uh, our playoffs, I only let Connor kind of explain it, because I am like, what the fuck is happening? Like, the middle like the middle of our league is, like, so neck and neck. It's like your three, like, it's like your three top teams and then, like, two bottom teams. Like, 
a little behind, like probably two or three games behind. It's and pretty much like, gay culture. Is you, you got your tops, you got your bottoms, and you got everyone in the middle. <laughs> but I don't understand how um, the playoffs are going to shape out. No, so they. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the quote-unquote latest update is. I do know that if it came down to a tie of some sort, or two teams are close, that losses might specifically come into the situation. Either way, it's going to be the top eight teams. Uh, I really, I really try to, you know, in a, in a sport like football, and how many games they play, two weeks. It's about all I'll give you for playoff fluctuation. Oh yeah. Uh, especially with 12 teams in the top eight make it, you know, every game impacts the playoffs. So I, I think, I think after this weekend, we'll get a clearer look at it. Um, I will say Iowa Bismarck on Saturday, huge game because if they tie in any fashion, if we tie uh, the head to head winner is decided Saturday, we split the first two games uh, one to one. So also, my React emojis are going off because I think I accidentally pressed it when I was trying to connect with you. So I did. I mean, there's just a little emoji clapping at me. Like, it's got to be three times a second. He's like encouraging me to go get like four more beers and drink them all before we finish recording. But I, um, I, I agree with you, though. I agree. I think this weekend yeah. is going to have serious playoff implications. And there's going to, like, it's weird seeing how. Uh, the way it's shaped out, because with the Louisville drop that everybody knows about, if you follow the IFL or if you follow me and fucking Connor on Twitter or any social media platform. Louisville Louisville folded mid-year. Yeah, Louisville folded mid-year out of three games. Therefore, it's like we can't win or lose those three games. Therefore, you can't count it against us or for us. So we're kind of just in this neutral area of like, we just have to keep, like, we just literally have to win. <laughs> like, I, w- I will say that's a... Uh... That's a call that, you know, the IFL hasn't had to make um, in the past five years. Uh, and you have a commissioner that's in his first full year of commissioning the league. He, I, I, I mean, I thought Todd's a great guy. He told me last year I was doing an interview with him, um, probably in April or something. And he's like, we have contingency plans uh, starting every week from May 15th to May 22nd to May 29th, all the way down through like july of yeah. like hey if we're allowed to start you know here's here's our plans he's he's got plans he's got ideas in his head which is always fantastic um i will say probably one of the hardest things that you could take on as a commissioner is a team folding in the middle of the year oh, after like fun. seven games when they absolutely suck yeah they're bad i'm not and i won't like take back offenses to the i'm not saying anything about the guys on the team i'm you get a guy on the team on here with me and he can blame who the hell he wants and I'll go right there with him and get right on the train. Don't give a shit. They were like, oh, and seven, one and six. You're that bad. Teams are penciling you in as wins. Right. That's a bad situation to have. Um, and when you're, when you're trying to get rid of those games and replace it, you know, in, Absolute win for the Barnstormers on August 14th against Louisville. Um, right. Replaced with a rivalry game against Sioux Falls. Like, that's how tough it is to figure out how every team fits in um, to the scheduling tiebreaker and all that shit. And they, they've had votes and all that. And some teams don't play Louisville. Some teams did. Because you got to remember, our league, it's just total teams are all in the same. Like, there's no conferences, divisions. There's no... We're all in the same. And there, yeah, and there might be in the future, but at the same time, there won't. I I find it hard to believe that we're ever going to go to a fashion where you play, you know, two games against every team in the conference, and then one game against right three of the seven teams in the other conference. You know, I don't think it will ever be that uniform because of the travel costs and because of what you're trying to do with a league that's not top dollar uh, TV deals. Can all the way in Washington, and you got Massachusetts. Like, ain't nobody want to pay out of pocket to be flying all the way across the states. But the playoff picture right now is the Barnstormers are looking to make it. I think we're the eight, or we're like the six or seven, I think, even even still. But 
We would have to do pretty bad here on out to make not make it. So it sounds like the barnstorm is going to make it. So therefore, stay tuned to Biden and Connor's Twitter because we might. I mean, if we have a playoff game, if we host a playoff game, we'll definitely let you guys know. We gotta get people out. That's that's the main thing because the barnstormers are the pro team in 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 Iowa. We are the the guys. It seems like. But uh, I guess kind of wrap things up is I gotta talk. I saved this for last because I feel like this is about as big in news as probably any when it came to off season to anything i guess it, for me it started a lot of talks in general but i would say the westbrook to the lakers amazing i think it's fucking don't awesome. talk to me positively about the lakers right now i don't okay. need that like this is awesome they had a free cap space so caruso was gone like that that was gonna happen because westbrook takes too much money you're not gonna pay some bald kid from texas a&m i think to fucking to make like three layups can i throw out a hot take <clears throat> that's not a hot take that's a for sure take i'd rather have caruso than westbrook oh what get him out oh, the man who just passed day. Oscar Robertson for most triple doubles oh, in a no career. Way. No way. That's yeah, awesome. Oh, time out. Is that the one that Steven Adams would just like step away from the free throw line to let Russell get the rebound like seven times a game? Is that that's the guy you're talking about, right? So did it one. Yeah, triple doubles a triple double. Yeah, man. I don't care if it's stat padding, it still shows I, you're hey, a baller. Hey, Caruso, hey, you know Time the fuck out. Every time I play basketball, I get a triple double. He, he had a, a cruise. Talk great. about 10 steps on the floor, 10 shot attempts from behind the three point line, and 10 cuss words set at the ref. I get a triple double every game. <laughs> you want to go back to your triple doubles or triple double? I, I have no issue with saying that. <laughs> I, okay, but I am going to go as, like, no, Russell Westbrook, I, I, that's a good hot take. That's for, That's about as hot as they come. That's for fucking shit. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Crusoe fan. Westbrook's probably going to give you a little bit more. <laughs> like, like Russell Westbrook, I was like, I don't know, buddy. Like that's a that's a that's a take and a half. But I just want Stansberry to listen to this and then cut it off right after I say that. <laughs> and then just, I want like three pages of text messages. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Westbrook can't play. But the reason why I is <laughs> for as a Warriors fan is because now I feel like we're gonna pull out all the stops to go and get. Damian Lillard. I want Damian Lillard in a Warriors jersey, and I feel like to counteract the, the news of Russell Westbrook going to L.A. and that being a powerhouse in the West, mm-hmm. the Warriors are going to stack it up again. We're going to go get our our KD, front office KD equivalent to get us to their championship. One of my NBA takes that I would say that's, you know, it's reasonable. Some might not think it is, but it's reasonable. Uh, it does suck that Chris Paul is, uh, you know, didn't get that ring this year. I really was going for yeah, the Suns here in the finals. But one thing I will say about uh, Mr. Antetokounmpo, or however the fuck Atent- you say, Antetokounmpo, <laughs> that uh, I will say that he's gonna be the uh, the next LeBron James. Of the oh league. my fucking god! Yep. Oh, he he, t- he taught me right into a hot take. I was <laughs> Oh, I had no. it scratched out at the top of my notes. What are you going to say? I didn't want to get into the Giannis. I did not want to get into the Giannis. So. Maybe this is where you have to listen to the podcast before you go on it because <laughs> Zane does not like Giannis. Oh, I know he doesn't. Like, it, it's it's not, you know, and it wasn't even so much of me. It was Nate's the- doing, like, a thing I would do, and I, I've done it before in a penalty box when I was right next to a guy. He's, he's daring – the guy next to him to punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, the Giannis thing. I had I had a discussion with my buddy probably like a few days ago is what it was, and we were talking about how last time on the on the show we had my buddy Lenny Peavy. He came out and he was talking about how Giannis really only does one thing and one thing really well, and that's finish around the cup. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought he was going to say play basketball, but that's fair. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It wasn't quite. It wasn't quite that generic. But uh, but then I kind of got into it, and I was like, you know, I have the discussion about Giannis's awards and accolades are bullshit, and I feel like we're promoting him as a LeBron James, so we can all turn a small market Milwaukee team uh, into bullshit. Insane, insane, insane. I can promise you the NBA. The NBA does not have an interest. In making Milwaukee a bigger I'm not market, saying like that. I'm not saying like that. I'm saying we're trying to make as much money off Giannis as we possibly can. We're now to the point where we're selling Giannis because the other guys are going to become 
out of the league. So okay, now look at yourself in the mirror for one second. I'm, I'm about to go get another beer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Giannis won a title in an order of 50 nuggets finished, from Chick-fil-A. I, I would tell you, I would let you and know. And for the, the gay people out there that are like, don't eat at Chick-fil-A, Connor, I like chicken nuggets before I like dick. It's a whole thing. It's okay. Listen. Gian- Good chicken nuggets. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't come at Giannis if it wasn't for his super team comment. I feel like you just won a championship. Celebrate your championship. Why take another jab at an organization? Celebrate your goddamn championship. He took a jab at 17 of them. That's some bullshit, though. Like, as a front office, you work in a front office for a team. We want the most talent on our team at all costs. Right. We want absolute you best. Can, you can do both. You can't blame. So you can't blame a team for going out and get the best stars. That's kind of the if point. The, if the Oakland Athletics won a title when they were first in their division with the lowest payroll a couple of years ago, if they won that World Series instead of the Astros, who were cheating, uh, which, you know, maybe they would have. Who knows? Um, and they walked around and were like, yeah, we don't got to spend money to win. All y'all are pussies. Be hilarious. You know it would be hilarious. Yeah, but that's, I'm, not compa- that's, I'm not comparing that. I'm comparing Giannis, and I'm comparing how he came at Super Teams. Because I am a fan of a notorious Super Team. I'm a Warriors fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Warriors fan. We got so much hate after getting Kevin Durant. But, like, why would you not go out and get a star like Kevin Durant? It wasn't like he wasn't talking to other teams. He talked to Boston. He had lunch with Tom Brady. He talked to other teams. They just couldn't provide what he wanted. And it's the same thing with, like, other players. Like, you're going to call the Lakers now a fucking super team because the Westbrook's moved over. And they were a super team before that motherfucker got over there. So, (laughs) you know, you can't come at super teams because – well, anyways, we got on the discussion of, like, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he's like, well, awards-wise, there hasn't been, and accolades-wise, there hasn't been more dominant players to this in the league than Giannis, which that's bullshit. Giannis is DPOY, so the Defensive Player of the Year last year in 2020, AD got flat-out snubbed. AD averaged 2.3 blocks a game, a steal and a half, and seven defensive rebounds to Giannis's one block, one steal a game. Snubbed. AD, even LeBron had said that AD was snubbed out of a defensive player of the year, but we got we gave it to Tom, what is what is that even LeBron? What do you mean? You he, he's his teammate. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's like, not gonna LeBron, say he's not gonna say like yeah, AD sucks. Giannis deserved it. But LeBron James is a very statistical statistical guy. You see him shout out guys on Twitter all the time that are his team. Look at Damian Lillard. That's fair, but his teammate was close to winning player of the year on he the defensive side. Against a winner, he wouldn't adamantly go against a winner like the DPOY if he deserved it. I admire I admire your commitment there, there, to course. LeBron James being an accurate, Anyways, unbiased uh, NBA reporter. Hey, the 2019 MVP was also a snub. James Harden averaged 34 points a game that year to Giannis's 29 and a half. He averaged seven and a half assists to Giannis's 5.6. James Harden and Russell Westbrook should never win the MVP in the NBA ever. Oh, see, that's where I disagree. When it's when it's a uh, player, if you're quitting on your if you're quitting on defense while you're on the floor 17 times a season, the the though no, that's Harden. Uh, that the amount that there's a compilation of it on Twitter, uh, or Stephen Adams is stepping away to let you get rebounds every night. I, I don't think you deserve the most valuable player. Make the same argument for Giannis. Of course, he's going to average that many points when it hit the whole rotation's around Giannis. Chris Middleton. The reason why, why is the why is the rotation around Giannis? The reason why why because is the, the best player? What? Why is the rotation around Harden and Westbrook that if they're not good players, if they shouldn't win an MVP? They're stepping away to give it to him. <laughs> what do you mean? That's like the same thing as saying is like, okay, Chris Middleton. Who's stepping away from the Bucks to give it to Giannis? What? Who's stepping away? Like, who Who on the Bucks is like right. giving Giannis a rebound? They're not giving him a rebound. They're giving exactly. him they're giving him they're giving him the possession of the ball, which means he's gonna fucking score. He's twice the size. You had fucking who do you have fucking guarding him? If you had LeBron on the same three on three team as you, you'd pass him the ball too. Jay Crowder's he scored fifty points on Jay Crowder. Kobe beating Bryant would have dropped ninety five in a finals game against Jay Crowder. Changed my goddamn mind. Uh, his his highest career total was eighty one. So that's my mind changer right there. They never had Jay Crowder guard him in the finals. They could match him next week, and Kobe wouldn't show up to the game. But Giannis again. Got <laughs> no disrespect. Rest in peace, Kobe. But 
He got he got the MVP. You're throwing out some bullshit hypotheticals in. Kobe would not score 95. He never did that. The MVP for some. I didn't give you bullshit hypotheticals. I gave you statistics. These are statistics right here. Like you just said, if Kobe was against Jay Crowder, that he would score 95 points. He probably would. Jay Crowder's buns against Kobe Bryant. It's like, like me saying if Kyle Larson played basketball against Dale Earnhardt, he would kick his ass. Nobody's going to understand that comparison across the country. Dale like, Earnhardt is also dead. I'm just, say, I'm just saying that if you have Kobe Bryant, uh, or Jay Crowder on Kobe Bryant, he would score, fi- he would score, okay, at least 50 fucking goddamn points. Like Giannis. So my question is, as the defensive coordinator guy here, why would I put Jay Crowder on Kobe Bryant? What I was saying earlier was Giannis gets a possession from Chris Middleton because they offset each other perfectly. Everything Giannis can't do, Chris Middleton can do. Shoot the ball outside, shoot mid-range. Every time it came down to fucking Giannis, if it came down to a three-pointer or a mid-range, Middleton was taking the shot. So I feel like we're not – like, it's not like Giannis – they definitely did it. Like, it was definitely a grassroots team for sure. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, your acquisition of Drew Holiday, yeah, it helped your team, but it wasn't like getting Russell Westbrook to the fucking Lakers. I'll g- agree with that. But, like, you can't come at fucking – No, that was more of a boo than it was a cheer. No, you got you can't come at – I'm saying the boo is you can't come at fucking super teams. It just came at the expense of Alex Caruso because we had a super team in Los Angeles. We had the big three. So with LeBron and AD in the rafters, like in the back. Hey, a title is a title, regardless of how the fuck you get it. Although there are some titles where I will like the bubble final, like Miami. Like, like Miami doesn't make. You just said a title is a title, talking about the Lakers, and then like said the same fucking joke. That's it's not a title. But then I said there are some titles where there's like a a few exceptions. Like it's still a title. Like you still won the championship. You should still celebrate. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. I, I had you in mind when I was celebrating a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I did too, and I was uh, two million people deep in Kansas City watching my team round about a Super Bowl. That's not. I was just glad for you. I wasn't spiting you in any way. Oh uh, no, I wasn't spiting you. It was fantastic. It's two million. Uh, I know exactly where COVID originated from. Kansas City, 150 <laughs> percent. Two million people gathered around for the first time in like 50 years. Like half these people haven't come out of their houses. We, <laughs> we went to the uh, Camping World Bowl in 2019. I, we both, me and one of my buddies, swear we got it there, December of 2019. <laughs> you got trashed. You went or you didn't go? No, we we both went there and we had coughs for a month. Oh yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's too many fucking goddamn people in celebrations like that. That's why the Suns didn't perform. They celebrated the Western Con- Conference you, Final. Yeah, you had you had Notre Dame on one hand, you know, celebrating a win over Iowa State on the 17 fans that they had show up to the game. Pretty shit ass oh. old fucking fan base over there. Um, and then on the Iowa State side, you had you know me celebrating that we don't have to watch matt campbell coach another game for seven months because uh they kicked a field goal down 27 to 9 in the fourth quarter on the goal line so uh, you got the best of both worlds there i'm not trying to harp on matt campbell as a coach but that day i was i was really down on um what the fuck he was thinking and what a football mind would do down 27 to 9 in the fourth quarter of a football game Actually, okay, I want to go back. I want to correct myself here. I think it was 27 to 6. Even still. But you're on the goal line, 27 to 6. <laughs> Kicking a field goal and making it 27-9 doesn't do you any good either way. Yeah, either way, you're just yeah, you're still two possessions down. So that in that case, you're fucking damn near three, four. That was that was a really cool game, fun time. Um I, I will never trash a bowl game we go to i know a lot of people trashing memphis's stadium because of uh i their stadium experience but because you know brought up by the uh realignment talk and maybe memphis potentially joining the big 12 that's not heavily rumored that's not anything it's it's simply a possibility floating star in the future um but like, we went to the Liberty Bowl, you know, if we had speakers that were better at that stadium, I'd have no complaints. Right. And it was, I, I've gone to every Iowa State Bowl game that fans were fucking allowed at, so we couldn't go last year. Well, uh, yeah, and it, it was, it was an experience, and it was fun. 
and I, I would not trade anything for being being in those stadiums uh, and watching the Cyclones and just shit that goes down and you know playing both teams fucking traditional songs and everything. Like my biggest recommendation to people is go to a bowl game for your team because right. I, I just I mean, doesn't I, it doesn't matter where you're at. It's cool. I probably would have went to the Music City Bowl last year, uh, Hawks versus Mizzou, if Mizzou wasn't a bunch of fucking cucks. So, yeah, they, they were a bunch of Kirk Cousins over there. Yeah, a bunch of Kirk Cousins. But, uh, Who would have thought? Every fucking year for the Vikings, Nate, you can relate to this. They start off decent, pretty good. Yeah, Kirk might have it. Let's go. Kirk comes out like week four or five or six and just sucks the fucking ass out of the stadium. And then we, got, we have 10 to 12 weeks to sit here and talk ourselves back into Kirk Cousins so that over the offseason, we're like, okay, we got Kirk Cousins. We're all right. <laughs> and it happened again. It happened again. If it wasn't for the COVID vaccine, if it wasn't for sports shutting down for almost an entire year, if it wasn't for all this shit going on, we might have talked ourselves back into Kirk Cousins again. But now we can say, hey, that guy sucks. <laughs> Dude, that's my quarterback and i will claim it i don't give a fuck what anyone says i i like the guy a lot he's a he's gonna be you know people look at him as like like even pat mahomes was like yeah i just been watching his film recently along with tom brady like it's different getting a perspective of older, older quarterbacks who stay in the pocket most likely and the thing with cousins like he can still run but he's the only thing that i think killed him last season was his 13 interceptions and, you know, throwing 10 within the first seven weeks, that's pretty shitty. That's the same thing with Carson Wentz, though. He's got an interception problem. And At least it wasn't a Jameis Winston interception oh, problem. No, yeah, he's like Oprah. What was it, 30 for 30? <coughs> you get a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. You get a pick. You get yeah. a touchdown. You get a pick. That'll be the only 30 for 30 ESPN does over Jameis Winston. <laughs> <laughs> for fucking real. <laughs> It'll be his 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. But Kirk Cousins is the first quarterback since Dante Culpepper played with Minnesota for more than three seasons. So that just shows how shitty of quarterbacks we've had ever. I mean, that's been since I was in kindergarten. Oh, you know? believe me. I've been, uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys had our sloppy seconds in oh, Matt yeah. Castle. Yeah, we did. But we've been down the quarterback road. Maybe you guys will find your Mahomes, and if you're if you're Nathan, maybe your Mahomes is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's just the finer things in life. But You know what? When Jake Browning wins NFC Player of the Year, fuck I'm yeah, going to come yeah. to you for my 20 bucks. Hey, Justin Jefferson should have got rookie of the year over Justin Herbert. He had my vote. Um, now you're just repeating takes from last week. I, uh, we were on the Vikings, and that's all I got because <laughs> I don't really like the Vikings. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna. I ain't gonna go down that roster. I, Matt, we can talk Matt Castle though. Oh yeah, mad respect <laughs> for uh, Herbert though. He played great, and because I believe the only reason he played is because Tyrod Cancer had like medical issues with like one of the doctors like fucked him up yeah, or I something remember that. like that. Yeah, so okay. that's the only reason that Herbert Tyrod even too. got a starting job. And like he was cool in Oregon, you know. But obviously everyone was paying attention, you know, like the Trevor Lawrence's and like all these other guys that aren't actually going to the draft necessarily yet. But it's a I mean it's a quarterback award league. Oh, we're yeah. not gonna tiptoe around it like if there's a quarterback up for an award it's he gets more statistical chances so i feel like he gets a little more pep in his step when it comes to getting awards but i think just what jeff justin jefferson did like i talked about uh last time is what justin jefferson did really wasn't very common for a fucking rookie wide receiver oh, no, like, at all dude, he missed okay so he thought that he didn't miss the first two games he didn't start until week three though he's yep. behind ola bc johnson right and he because the original record, I believe, was like, it was either 1,400 something or 1,500 and something. But that was like pre-Super Bowl era. Like, I I wouldn't have known that guy's name if it wasn't for Justin Jefferson. Almost no, Randy years. Moss had the record. Randy the Moss, rookie, the rookie record. But it was, because he beat, in the same day, he beat OBJ, Randy Moss, and then uh, Anquan Bolden's record. Because he passed 1,400. That's exactly what he got. And it took him about 14 games to get it. And I was just like, holy shit, this guy's like the fucking man. 100 yards a game. That's <laughs> this guy's man. the man. You made fantasy owners around the country. I think they started, they started what, like one in five, and all oh, my man. friends are like, just why don't we just first. fucking dump it off to Jefferson? Yeah. Oh, God. The bubble screen. And Adam yeah. Thielen, that guy's also, he's getting older, but he's still a great deep threat. He's still a great wide receiver to have. No, I'm not. No, Nate, shut the fuck up. I'm not ready to get into the Adam Thielen is getting old. Talk that we didn't even get to reach 
with Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javier Baez, and uh, Alex Caruso. It's Alex God. I, I want to fucking die. <laughs> what a shitty fucking week. It's been a tough week for Cotter. It's uh, not even over. If you want to go back, it was four days ago that the shit started happening. We got three more days of hell coming up. That hasn't been a full week, but the last four days have been tough. But it sounds like he got all of his venting out. But now probably not on a cheers and boost. And I'm. It was very like I'm glad you guys sat in here with me. Is this the wrap up? This is the wrap up. You if you're still me? listening and you see Tom Ricketts anywhere near Des Moines, Iowa, that's within ten hours. And you, you fucking call me. I will come. I will get over there as fast as I can, and we will have a UFC match. Me versus Tom Ricketts. <laughs> we'll call. Okay, I'll call Dana White, and I'm sure we can probably work something out. I mean, if Lamar Odom's getting some pay per view, I don't see why. Tell him I will physically bet my left nut on it. <laughs> I feel like you could sell that to Dana White pretty easily. Dana White would let you fight for like $500. What do you think we'd have to guarantee to Ricketts? Yeah. Ricketts. I'd hope you wouldn't lose. <laughs> he won't even sign a fucking million-dollar contract for his team. True. That's a good point. That's, a good point. I don't, that's, that's a fake number. That's just a – yeah, don't – Get at me at that. Fuck Rickus. Either way. But appreciate it. Sean's been out. So it's good to have you guys fill in. Obviously, an Iowa State fan, I guess, is always good to have on the phone. Sean, uh, Sean, uh, thank you for letting me take your spot. And if you're dead, uh, rest in peace. And I will will take the poster on your wall. (laughs) Fucking A. (laughs) <laughs> but again thanks guys and I, I appreciate you coming on and this has been uh, cheers and booze and we gave six cheers and four booze to Mike Zimmer <laughs> see you Connor see you buddy